On today's Humanology podcast episode, Mark and I are going to have a conversation about role models, supervisors, mentors, and colleagues. So, you know, we're going to talk about this kind of casually, have a conversation about why these are important to us professionally and kind of personally. So a role model is a person that serves as an example. So for me, I remember, I think I was in maybe high school, maybe first year of college, and someone asked me, who was your role model? And I really had to think about it. And I'm going to say it was my stepmom. And I realized that she was a role model because, again, she served as an example. But she was educated, spontaneous, full of energy. She was a roll-up-your-sleeves kind of gal. Um, She was a natural nurturer. I remember her reading to my half-brothers and stuff, and I really liked that. And um, I don't know, I just, I guess my first gut reaction was my stepmom. How about you, Mark? Who was your first (laughs) reaction? Who was the first one that asked you who your role model was? The first one who asked me? I don't know who the first one who asked me who my role model was, but I know who my first role model was. Who was it? So... For the longest time, it's been so long now since I've been out of high school so long, but um, my role model for a long time was my baseball coach and my geometry teacher in high school. Was he the same guy? Yeah. Okay. Why? His name was, can I say his name? It's up to you. It's your journey. Well, his name was Mr. (laughs) Davidson. Okay. And I don't even know. There was something about him that was, he was just different than all the other teachers. He treated all of us like men and not like boys oh what do you mean you by know that? i mean he cussed a little bit and Ooh. he you know he like well on the baseball field he would spit and he would <laughs> you know but i mean he was That's like great a great role model <laughs> i mean he was like he was actually a really clean cut professional guy but he just had like these little quirks about him okay. but he would like i think the coolest thing about him is that he would just bust our balls like okay. he, he wouldn't let us get away with stuff he was always just like calling us out on stuff and basically challenging us to be better but he was real confident in himself, but he was also humble and... Um, so confident, that's that's good. Yeah, confident, but yeah. always kind of challenging earth. us to be the best we could be. Okay, yeah, okay. So supervisors, they're very important too professionally. And a supervisor really is to keep us on top of our game, <clears throat> to keep us on track professionally in that area. So, I mean, I've had supervisors that like... I like jobs in high school and stuff, Um, but my first supervisor in like social work was, um, I'll keep her name out of it, but she was tough and she basically had to sit down with me once a week. I had to get 3,000 hours of clinical supervision and she, we talked about clients. We, you know, she challenged me on what technique I would use and asked me if I was using, you know, if I was you know, she was just challenging me to make me think about each client in a different way. And it was really nice. A lot of people in that agency didn't like her. And while I was there, she was really hard to work for. But I still asked myself, what would she do in this situation? Like, how would she handle it? And I think of her asking me things a lot, too. Uh, who was your supervisor that you think about? Well, somebody who inspired me again to move forward in my life was my last boss that I had before I became self-employed. Okay. At a landscape company, and um, he was when I first met him, I interviewed for a job, and and I just remember thinking that, and all the re- while that I worked for him, I remember thinking that what he has, I I would like to have. I could see his life being my life. Okay. It was, 
it was an example of what I what I could go after in life. Ah, you know, yeah. He didn't have any more of a handout than I did, and he didn't have any more of an education than I did, and all those things. Mm-hmm. But what he had achieved through his own hard work, you know, I could see that making me happy as well. So I was really inspired by him, and I enjoyed spending a couple of years with him because I got to know, you know, what what he was able to teach me. I learned, and then I kind of took that and move forward with it. Well, sure. And a supervisor really is to keep us on track in that trade or skill. So for you, you learned how to, what did he teach you with the trade? Yeah, he really taught me everything about the trade. I mean, I had already had some experience in my trade, Mm -hmm. but um, I learned from him. I was kind of his wingman. So I learned how to make a sale. Yeah. And I learned how to price our services. Yes. And I learned how to interact with employees, and I just really kind of was able to be under his wing and watch him do what he does. So really, he taught you how to build walls and patios, but also the business end, which maybe no other supervisors did that for you in the past. No, and I never had worked for anybody that I had any kind of respect for, to be honest. I mean, a lot of supervisors are... Right. Kind of douchebags, and it's hard to relate, (laughs) and you don't want to even think about relating to them, but this guy was was not like that. Right. Oh yeah. I can think of a lot of supervisors that were terrible examples. Like, yes, I I won't go into them. Okay. So now we're going to talk about mentors. Excuse me. And mentors are like, you know, they provide personal support, but it's kind of someone you do look up to someone in your field that you look up to in that profession. Um, So for me, I have two people. One is uh, she's a school social worker with a private practice. And so she's uh, maybe 10 years older than me. And I remember looking at her thinking, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. And so she was kind of a mentor to me. Without her really even knowing that, she kind of taught me how to start a, pra- a private practice with a hour conversation over lunch. But I was looking at her with these wide eyes and taking notes, you know, um, so I really, I always, and I still, we just had lunch a couple of weeks ago and I still think about her and the things she told me before and I'm still doing the things that she's still doing. And also I had a, um, a teacher, okay, so this is, I just met with her recently. So uh, Mary, I'm not going to say her last name, but she was the coordinator at my school, my grad school. So I remember you and I, Mark, we went to my grad school. We pulled up just to check out the school and she spoke to us that night and she said, what do you want to do with the rest of your career, Jeanette? And I said, I don't know. And she said, what? Like, what do you want to do in social work? What's your emphasis? And I said, I don't know. And she kind of, do you remember that conversation? Yeah. She challenged you. She challenged me. Yes. That wasn't an acceptable answer. And she let you know that. Yes. And at first I was like, ouch, but then I really admire her and look up to her. And I actually just had dinner with her Friday. Um, We've stayed in touch. And so I kind of needed some inspiration. And so I reached out to her and she was right there and she said, I'll meet you. So she had to drive a bit, but it was really nice to know that I could lean on her in this time of just me trying to figure out my next step with social work. How about you? Who would be your mentor? Yeah, my mentor turned out to be basically a customer of mine who, who, well, I don't know. He kind of took me under his wing, I guess you'll say, not directly, but 
indirectly. Um, this guy is a uh, doctor by trade, and people think he's a very successful doctor, but what I know about him is that he's way more than a doctor. He's also a businessman, an investor, a, uh, you know, he's into real estate. Um, so, so I really got to know him well enough because I did a lot of work for him and worked very closely with him for several, several years in a row. And I got to see the inner workings of his kind of business side. And um, he, he just taught me a whole bunch about how to kind of bust out of the simple box that a lot of business owners are in. And a lot of people just think sim simplist simplistically about finances and their job and stuff like that. Yeah. But this guy taught me there are creative ways to to just get more out of life yes. when it comes to your work and your money. Um, so, and, and yeah, I was lucky enough to have him see um, potential in me. Mm -hmm. And I think for that reason, he started to share a lot of those ideas with me and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, well, yeah, he, he really became my mentor. I, I think about a lot of the stuff that he taught me on a daily basis and I apply those things to my life. I have for several years, I do today, and I plan to for a long time into the future too. Yes, yes, yes. So finally, colleagues. Colleagues are people that we work in the trenches together with. So colleagues are people that we, you know, in times of need we can go to. And I think it's super important to have colleagues to build a sense of this professional community. Like for me, colleagues are one of the reasons, maybe half the reason I drive to work every day. Um, I don't know if I could just have a private practice for that reason because I bounce stuff off of my colleagues all the time. I think really it's the healthiest way to be a professional. Um, even if we we might know the answers a hundred percent, we still need to bounce those questions off of our kind of companions in the trenches. And I also, we I do, I kind of started this professional debriefing every Friday with two of my colleagues so we'll set every Friday like clockwork for seven years and we will debrief on a student or a client that was really tough um, so <laughs> so you know that's really important to me to have that that professional relationship and I again I don't know what I would do without them but colleagues are different than mentors I think colleagues you can you know cuss and you can kind of say oh my god that was crazy and like you might tear up once in a while mentors I don't feel have the same I don't know I don't feel the same way about mentors mentors are someone our mentors are ones you look up to and you might touch base with a couple times a year colleagues are the ones you are in the trenches with how about you mark what do you agree with me on that yeah, what I think about when I think of a colleague is somebody, you know, you have coworkers and colleagues. I don't know, maybe it's the same thing, but um, colleague is to me someone who is either equal or, yes. you know, greater than yeah. you, I, I feel. Because somebody who you work with that's lesser than you might be a subordinate or, yeah. you know, I don't know, it doesn't to me gain a lot of or deserve a lot of. I don't know, like yeah. even worth, like they're not worth talking about, but um, the colleagues, when I think of the word colleague, I think of those who 
inspire me at work and teach me at work and I'm able to open up to and share some of the hardships with because they're at that same level. Yeah, you're in the trenches together. Um, yeah, yeah. So you have a business partner, you are co-owner co of a, a landscape business. So your co-owner is your colleague, right? Yeah, yeah, he'd be the only guy that I consider a colleague kind of up to this point, but it's kind of exciting right now. We're starting to take on, we're starting to pay more. So mm -hmm. we're starting to attract, you know, better people. And we've already got a couple more people that I would consider colleagues, which is really exciting to me because oh, okay. um, they say that, you know, it, well, I, th I've heard the phrase, if you're the smartest person in the room, it's time to get new friends. Ah. You know, and I think about that phrase when I think of colleagues, like you want to surround yourself by colleagues who, mm -hmm know more than you so that you can you can be taught and you right. can learn and expand and yes. you know become better and i think we both have had situations where we have been for you you started you were a one-man show you had one employee you know and think about where you are now you are such a you you use your professionalism in such a different way you have employees you have a business owner and you're also in the community you're in this masterminds which is what was what is masterminds yeah it's a <clears throat> it's a group of basically entrepreneurs or just motivated people who have big ideas and hopes and dreams for themselves professionally but we come together once a month and we share stories hardships and successes mm -hmm. and basically the objective is to help each other become more successful more quickly wow that's, so it's a really powerful yeah. venue and it's a powerful group of people. It's um, really well, inspiring. And I think, think about where you were 20 years ago versus where you are now, just with those types of people in your life. Yeah, you, you used to hear me talk a lot of times about how, I mean, we used to talk about the phrase, it's lonely at the top. Right. Because when I was the only guy making all the decisions and nobody else had a fresh idea. And, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's just there's something not very exciting about that. It might seem fun for a while, and it did, but it gets old really fast. So now, it was my kind of long desire to get become part of a larger group, and now the business is that. I have a business mm -hmm. partner, and we also have a staff of managers and mm -hmm. leaders within the company. I'm also involved in, you know, local politics mm -hmm. and on a board and. Um, yeah, part of Mastermind, so I really enjoy collaborating with other like-minded people. Yeah, and I see that in you too, this like-minded momentum you have that's just about positivity and what you said about Masterminds is helping each other, motivate each other, talk about your kind of hardships but successes and using that emotional energy to get to that next point. And that's kind of neat for me to watch the evolution of your business and you as a professional grow. And me too, with just having it, just one person like if I when I used to do clinical therapy in an agency I was alone with a client all the time so my only kind of interaction was with my client my mentally ill client so that really isn't healthy I don't believe um, so it is so nice to have to collaborate with other professionals and it's it gives me it gives me life within my job and I think you have to if you're gonna be working 40 hours plus a week you have to get kind of some of that joy in your daily work environment too. Yeah, and I guess for me to sum this whole thing up, you know, if it, if it wasn't for all of these 
role models, mentors, yeah. supervisors, and colleagues. Yeah, if it wasn't for those in that succession, I mean, those are the people who got me to where I'm at. First, yeah. my baseball coach inspired me to be, you know, to be challenged and to be better and to push myself. Yeah. And um, and then you know, my supervisor inspired me and showed me what I could achieve by hard work. Yeah. And then my mentor, you know, taught me how to take my hard work and turn it into more of smart work, you know, and, and gain in life. And then um, my colleagues, you know, today are inspiring me to just keep pushing on and learn more and continue to grow. So, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for hanging out with me today, Mark. Sure. Okay. Thanks for having me.